Welcome to the What is Life, the What is Life podcast. Welcome to the What is Life, the What is Life podcast. Welcome to the What is Life, the What is Life podcast. Podcast, yeah. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Speeds in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Back at you with another episode, episode 56. And I want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for making the What Is Life podcast a part of your daily routine, your evening routine, whenever. Wherever, however you choose to listen to the What Is Life podcast, thank you, I love you, and without you, this experience that we're having right now would not even exist. The energy, the space that we're creating together is amazing right now, it's beautiful. So thank you for letting me be a part of this. Yes. Pal Pullen is in attendance as this episode is being recorded in front of a live studio audience. Shout out to Pal for helping producing the show. And shout out to you, wherever you're at in the world, for having this back and forth. Now, We've all heard this cliche before. Knowledge is power. We get it. But what is the knowledge that we are truly seeking? I mean, we know more about celebrities than we know ourselves, some of us, or at least we care more about who's dating who in the world instead of what goals are we hitting on these dates for ourselves to grow and ascend how we want to. So when we say knowledge is power or when we hear knowledge is power, what does that really mean? Because we all love to be in the know. We love to know shit. But there's also things that we wish we never knew. Isn't that something Because what we know comes from nothing. So when we look at the word knowledge, it 
and we hear how it's enunciated, it really sounds like no ledge. Like there's no foundation. Meaning that knowledge is powerless if others can't see it. If it's not concrete. It doesn't matter what you create. As long as you create it and you know how you did it. Or if you don't even know how you did it. But you can do it again. Meaning you can't explain how you did it, but you did it. Like I can't sit down and explain to somebody how to make chicken strips. But damn it, I can make some chicken strips. And I remember I remember I tried the pan serum because I was watching so much HGTV and not HGTV, the food channel. And I'm a visual learner. So I'm watching all these people cook and I'm watching all these cook offs. And I'm like, man, I could cook that shit. So I'm in the kitchen trying to whip some food up and I'm failing, but I'm getting close and I see it. I see the food is starting to turn out how I want it to. And then next thing you know, I'm in the kitchen teaching myself how to cook. Just trying to see if I can make anything as delicious as what I see on the food chain. That is beautiful to be able to know something, but still be aware the fact that you know something, it came from no thing. Nothing really drives us because we always want to acquire and we desire power internally and we think we want power over each other but we really want power over ourselves over our own emotions we want to master what's going on within when we are alone without any exterior devices, whether it be a book, phone, computer, TV, just you, yourself, and your thoughts. We all would love the power to really attract the right thoughts, put certain thoughts in like a real organizer. We really want like a, like an assistant in our head filing away what goes here, what goes there, delete this, delete that to increase our memory. Cause the more space that we have for memory, 
the more we are able to know what we want to know. But with so many influences around us, we might see something that really inspires us, like a Big Mac commercial. They did something crazy with the sauce or something. Or like they just brought back the McRib I saw. <laughs> I had the McRib one time. It was disgusting. Never ate it again in my life. But they brought it back. And people be going crazy over it. Shout out to advertising. Shout out to all the influencers on Instagram, on YouTube. They are making money off people's desires. But it's a choice. It's a two-way street. You can be influenced by what you see. Or you can deflect that. It's on you. But even through school, traditional public school, we go through and acquire so much knowledge that we don't even use once we get that degree. Now, college is different. I'm glad I got my degree in what I got my degree in because it's aligned with my purpose. But some people get a degree and they work that field and realize, hey, this is not really what I want to do. But it's making ends meet so they're comfortable but not satisfied. But if people knew the power of doing what satisfies you automatically is going to attract the means that you need for you to keep experiencing that satisfaction. That comes with having faith in self. But you can only grow, or I can't really speak for you. I know for myself personally, I can only grow in faith by growing my relationship with God. Growing my relationship with my higher self. Growing my relationship with all parts of myself. Knowing that there's parts of me that's never going to change. And embracing that and loving that. We are who we are. But a lot of us don't know who we are. And so we acquire all this knowledge 
without knowing truly who we are because we're being influenced by so many things and so many people and we haven't really taken the time to do the internal work to really sit down with ourselves and accept and reject what's true and what's not instead of trying to appease and please ourselves through ways that don't serve us and by serving people who don't deserve us. But even enough of that it truly does show you your purpose. So there's a reason for the highs and lows that we experience in this life. But we will never know that if we don't know ourselves. And we are passionate about certain things in this life. And there are certain things that really inspire us. But the fear of being scrutinized by the world, having the world critique your work, that stops a lot of people from even trying. Just the fear of not being accepted because they don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Every time I make a podcast, I don't know if or how people are going to receive it. That's not up for me to, it's really not up to me to judge. And me knowing that keeps me going. Just knowing at least one person's listening. In this life, we truly don't know until we go through the experience ourselves. That's why a lot of times in life, we find ourselves not listening to our own advice. It's like, yeah, we know our intuition is telling us, our intuition is telling us not to do this. But you know what? We're going to go do this anyway just to see if this shit's really going to turn out how it's going to turn out. Because, yeah, the experience might be great then, but the repercussions later and be like, uh, I know I shouldn't have did this. That's your ego. That's you trying to place a blame on a desire that you had. I mean, you shouldn't beat yourself up over it. It's something that you wanted to do. You didn't miss out on the experience. On the experience. So was it really worth it? Hehe. <laughs>
Because as long as you live, I guess it's worth it then, right? I don't know. I don't know. It's a great question. I would love to know what y'all think about that. Is life worth the experience? Some say the experience is the best teacher in life. But say if we didn't fall to that desire, right? And we trusted our intuition. We had faith in ourselves. We had faith in that intuition. We didn't have to question that which we knew was already true. What doors would have opened then? What opportunities would have presented itself then? When you go against your better judgment, that's a choice that you make. Can't place any blames on anybody but ourselves. Because through the good or the bad, at least we know ourselves and at least we give ourselves confirmation. Now, how the results turned out for you, that's up to you to decide if you want to keep experiencing that. If you want to condition yourself to keep doing what you're doing. But if we're always questioning ourselves, how are we supposed to gain trust with not only ourselves, but with the world around us? A lot of us don't even trust ourselves to make the right right decisions. We lie to ourselves and then we wonder why we get into certain situations that we're in. Just because lying to ourselves makes it easier. And the truth hurts. And it's painful and it's brutal, but that helps us grow. So in life, we sacrifice a lot of things. But if the intentions are right, what's going to be reciprocated is beautiful. So don't be afraid to try something new. 
when we try something new, we fear messing up. And when we try something new, we always want the first go around to be perfect. We want it to turn out beautiful. We want it to see, we want it to be flawless, immaculate every time. But life itself is not even flawless and immaculate every time. It takes work to get into a state of peace. It takes work to create. It, it takes work for your body to breathe. <laughs> so it's, it's, it is what it is when it comes to this life. And we know that. But the fact that we don't try or if we don't attempt something, we beat ourselves up because we did not follow the path that we knew we should have taken. When we take the path that is in our greatest good, that is when you find your purpose. Your purpose is going to reveal itself to you every single day, as long as you walk your path. Maybe, have you ever seen a path get laid? Have you ever laid a new path? Have you ever even going through the woods have to chop branches down and <laughs> move, you know, shrubs and leaves off to the side just to create a walkway for yourself so you can weave in and out of the woods? Just create shortcuts? It's not perfect. And the more that we don't try in life, the more that we don't put in the work for ourselves to get the most out of this life, to put ourselves in higher positions to really give how we want to give to others. It's going to drive us crazy. It's going to cause chaos because we are not working towards our purpose. Especially when we know what we're here to do. And we think we know what's best because we're relying on a logic 
But when we are too logical, we start to overanalyze everything and start and start to detach ourselves from how we feel. But really, we can use logic to help how we feel. When we come into this life, it's very simple. And the logic is very basic. We know what scares us. We know what makes us happy. We know what makes us sad. We know what motivates us. And we know what makes, we know what we have fun doing. Like if we think about it nowadays, it's cool to have an imagination. Like we we admire when we see 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds still acting like big-ass kids. People wish they had those lives. Yet they are so anal when it comes to their own personal morals and ethics on why they should continue to walk the path that they're walking right now instead of walking their true path. And you'll see them, they're the ones that is always complaining about their job. Like that's all they talk about. But that's what you signed up for. Yeah, I was hanging out with my homie foe. And every time that we kick it, we don't ever, here he is, never talk about his job. And I don't ever talk about mine. Mundane. Is that how you want your life to be? The power that we have, that we possess, is creation. We create through our choices, we create with our thoughts. We create with our intentions. And that all comes from our feelings. Then we use logic to determine our feelings. And we act it out through our energy. That's how we express it. That is the art that we create. That is beauty. That is life. And life is so simple. And it should be a common thing. But common sense isn't that common. And we are all uncommon when we really think about it. And that's why it's beautiful that we are all here experiencing this together. 
this chaotic world that we're living in. And we pray for peace, but we have peace. But it's the fact that we know that we need to keep doing something. Sometimes that puts us in a state of uneasiness. And that's okay because when you're doing what you love, yeah, it can get chaotic at times, but there's peace even in the chaos. Like it's a beautiful mess, like a mosaic. It's, it's lovely, this life that we're living. That's why it's amazing that you all listen to the What Is Life podcast. Because I know nothing. Let your actions reflect who you are in your truest way, your truest form. Like, I don't know why we try to hide who we are when God sees all. Like, for real. <laughs> like, we think we can hide shit from God, and it's like, yo, God is in everything. So... Your intent and your vibe is everything. What you express is everything. What you create is everything. Because it all is being expressed through you. Whether you're, you are conscious of that or not. Right now, you are the God of your world. of your vortex. But we're all sharing this together. We're all co-creating each other's realities. But do the work that you need to do so you're not living in a state of unmanifested chaos. We create so much in our minds that never gets played out. So be careful of what you create and what ideas you formulate with the mental. That is all the time that we have here for the What Is Life podcast. Thank you for tuning in to episode 56. Wherever you're watching, listening, thank you. I love you. Without you, the What Is Life podcast would not exist. If you have not, <laughs> if you have not purchased a copy of I Love So Blind, I don't know what you're thinking. I guess you still want to be ignorant to what love is. You don't know. You don't know. Thank you. I love you and stay tuned for episode 57.